politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Minutemen itching to fight once again for life, liberty, property. Now is our time. Now is our moment to catch that lightning in the bottle, to beat our opponents, beat the tyrants while they're down, to fully uproot, yes, root and branch all of the tyranny that has been put in place the last two months and to immunize and inoculate ourselves from any future breach. That is our job. That is our challenge. But we have something standing in our way, and that is the Republican Party. Uh, This and more coming up today. Uh, It is Wednesday. It's the 9th of February, and it's right before the White House is about to give their uh, press conference. So I don't know yet what they're going to say. But Let's just assume they get rid of most of the big stuff. We know it's over with. We always knew this was going to happen. I don't mean to be a downer here and try to, you know, make you guys more depressed than you need to be. But the reality is there's nothing unique about this victory. It's not really a victory. I could look at it the opposite. Even in the worst, our worst nightmare, we never thought it would go on this long. So to them, the fact that they were able to keep up this degree of very evident day-to-day tyranny for two full years is amazing. It was always going to end after the winter because no matter what, you would have the cases going down. And once the cases go down, this happened last winter too. It essentially, we had that break, that period of time where it almost all did go away. So even without the truckers and, and you know the protests, and, and God bless them, they, they're definitely helping. I don't want to ignore that, but this is always going to happen. But in fact, what they're doing is, to paraphrase Sarah Palin, they're not retreating, they're reloading. What is the difference between a surgeon getting rid of 90% of the cancer versus getting rid of 100% of the cancer? Well, it's 100% of the difference. Because you know you let, you let a little, little of it stay there, in quite short order, that's going to grow back stronger than ever and usually actually more aggressive. I think it's a perfect analogy for when you don't take that opportunity like the surgeon, when you have that kind of permission, so to speak, from the public that they want you as a state legislator, as a governor, to go in there and pound away and uproot this and criminalize even COVID fascism, and you don't take that opportunity. You're just happy with what Democrats offer you, which is very strategic on their part. You are not a free people. So as we've been talking about, I want to elaborate on this today. First of all, it's not clear that even the current iteration of COVID fascism is is fully falling. There's many important things we're forgetting. And then even if it would, certainly the broader biomedical fascism, the lack of healthcare freedom, the lack of bodily autonomy, the lack of due process and separation of powers and you know Republican representation – executive authority, all these issues need to be dealt with because they will use them before you can bat an eyelash. Now, our first sponsor today, um, one of the most common questions people are still asking me is, where do I go to get treatment? Okay, mygotodoc.com from Dr. Saeed Hyder, very appropriate for today. It's funny, I'm still more worried about COVID than the left is. They're like, okay, it's over with. no. You created a bioweapon, it's still circulating, people need treatment, and you are denying treatment. Um, if One way to get, and we're going to have um, Tim from uh, Seven Cells Pharmacy on later today, but I want to give you several different options because each one has their own strength. If you go to mygotodoc.com, um, you could get uh, prophylaxis ivermectin. Uh, you know, where, you know, he's an expert. He basically has treated over 40,000 patients with zero deaths. Also, you could register for free on the website to ask questions. So a lot of people, you know, um, it's not just a matter of throwing a drug at you. You have questions. I'm seeing these symptoms. What should I do? Um, Because you all feel alone because you don't have a doctor. And then they also connect you to pharmacies that will ship you a full 28 doses of ivermectin for less than anywhere else online. Um, So go to the source for COVID-19. That is mygotodoc.com. So I want to start out today just by prefacing what John Adams said in 1774 is truer today than even at the time that he said it. 
you know, you're, you're finding all these people, all these Republicans and phony conservative talkers, now that it's okay, they look around them, oh, the coast is clear, they could dip their toe into the water of freedom that people like myself and Steve Dace, Jordan Schachtel, Alex Berenson jumped in from day one, March 16th, 2020, when the water was quite cold. But even now, if you watch carefully, they don't exactly jump in. They're still only dipping their toe in. And that tells you they're frauds. It's not, they're, they're not converts. You know, I was just speaking to a friend of mine, the South Carolina legislature. I'm like, man, now's the time to strike this. And he's like, look, Daniel, I don't disagree with you when we're going to introduce these bills, but I'm just telling you, the leadership there has no interest, zero interest in any of this. They want to move on. That is our biggest challenge. Here's why we can't allow that to happen. So this guy, um, Daniel Leonard, he wrote a series of essays in the 1770s defending the authority of the British Parliament over the colonies. Kind of like these phony Republicans saying, well, the feds could really do this to the states, and you know, you could do this, it's an emergency, COVID, get the shots. And, and look, it wasn't that bad at the time. It was just a couple of taxes. Okay, It's not like they were making their children wear masks eight hours a day. It's not like they were injecting their bodies with poison. It's not like they were shutting down their businesses and churches. It's not like they were denying medical care, whatever, whatever they had at the time. No, it's nothing like what we're facing. It was a couple of taxes, and they were like, really, you're going to screw with the mightiest of empires just over some taxes? Is it really a smart thing to do? So John Adams wrote a letter in 1774 responding to him with the Latin term, obsta principis, nip the shoots of arbitrary power in the bud, is the only maxim which can ever preserve the liberties of any people. When the people give way, their deceivers, betrayers, and destroyers press upon them so fast that there is no resisting afterwards. The nature of the encroachment upon the American Constitution is such as to grow every day more and more encroaching like a cancer. It eats faster and faster every hour. The revenue creates pensioners, and the pensioners urge for more revenue. Right, that's Pfizer, that's CVS. They just announced they made a ton of revenue off the shots. Okay, so you have the, the pensioners, the, the economic uh, people that, that in the economies, they, they have an even more than just a political or ideological interest, they have a financial interest to keep it going. The people grow less steady, spirited and virtuous. The seekers more numerous and more corrupt. And every day increases the circles of their dependence and expectance until virtue, integrity, public spirit, simplicity, and frugality become the objects of ridicule and scorn and vanity, luxury, fopery, selfishness, meanness, and downright venality swallow up the whole society. That literally describes, from John Adams the last two years, you're, you're looking at all these people, oh, we shouldn't do masks. Oh, we shouldn't, lockdowns are stupid. Oh, yeah. We knew the same things then that we know now. The vaccine obviously took, took some time, that came later. But in terms of the fundamentals, we knew it from day one. And certainly a few months later, you could have given them that grace. But they went on and on and on. When it actually mattered, before they pressed upon us so fast, as he mentioned, when we could have blocked it. You look at how easy it is to drop these mandates. Imagine if every Republican governor and senator and congressman would have been that same way from day one. This would have never gotten off the ground. And even after it did, we had, we had a chance. But it's all lost. So we didn't nip the shoots of arbitrary power in the bud. Now it's out. Well, we might be lost, but God in his infinite blessing... Divine providence gives us so many chances. And I, and I mentioned this last year. I said, there's, God is going to give us a chance. The left engages in overreach. There's always a rubber band pendulum effect in politics, commensurate with how quick and vicious you know, was the tyranny. You're going to have backlash at some point. You know, It would have been earlier had we had a political movement supported uh, with a political party to do so. We didn't, so it took two years. Um, we have that lightning in the bottle that we need to catch. But my concern is the same way when you have that little sapling growing in the ground, if you don't nip it out, nip it 
in the bud, you're screwed. Same thing when it grows already and you incur the liability, but then you have a chance to chop it down. But then you don't get rid of that last 5-10%. Because that last 5-10% is everything. That's going to grow back much stronger. So like I mentioned yesterday, what they're going to do is get rid of all of the things that affect the broad base of the population in a very evident way. The masking of children. Well, anyone with a family and kids, you're going to be affected. They cannot allow that to persist electorally, and they have to alleviate that pressure, let out the air from the balloon, and they'll get rid of it. Okay? Mind you, the damage is already done. My sister's a speech pathologist. She just texted me. Uh, she's a, in, in the schools in Baltimore County where I live, and she just texted me randomly. The speech issues I see with three- and four-year-olds that have been masked. I've never seen before in 22 years so much low muscle tone, drooling, unusual articulation errors on early developing sounds. Okay? We can't just walk away from that. They're going to get rid of the lockdowns. They're going to get rid of that stuff. Like I said, probably the mandates on, on the vaccine to get, to just go into, you know, some big places in, in big cities. But what about the military? What about healthcare workers? What about organ transplant patients? Now, I don't know. It could be this will all fall, even if it does, even if COVID fascism is over, biomedical tyranny that they put in place and the legal and humanitarian precedents they set will be utilized, I promise you, within a year which is why we need constitutional amendments, we need legislation, we need to push and push and push and not let go of this issue. We need to go on offense. We need to take out 100% of the cancer. Now, folks, one of the other issues that we failed on over the years in taking on, because you know, if we don't go after the medical monopoly, our medicine will look a lot like our food, where you have a cartel that basically poisons us with crappy processed foods and a handful of corporate farms that control everything. That's why I want you to support Moinkbox. Get moinked, just like I did. Uh, Moinkbox.com slash conservative. You can get a year of filet mignon for free when you pick out a meat box with meat, chicken, salmon. You could cancel any month. Any month. It's month to month. Um, they are an American farm, eighth generation farmer in Missouri, they grow, all their animals are raised outdoors. Their fish swim wild in the ocean. Um, the meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all that junk that creates inflammation in your body. Um, they deliver grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught salmon right to your door when you order it through moinkbox.com. And when you go to moinkbox.com slash conservative, you will get free filet mignon for a year. Come on, you cannot turn that down. Um... That's one year of the best tasting filet mignon you'll ever have. Limited time offer. Go to M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash conservative. That's moinkbox.com slash conservative. So one of the things that's going on, folks, is one of the things left to be done that I can guarantee you is not going to end is next Tuesday, Pfizer is meeting, uh, the FDA uh, committee is meeting to approve the Pfizer shot on babies and toddlers, okay? Now, let's put aside the fact that it could easily turn into a mandate because I'm hearing even children that need organ transplants are being forced to get it. So you'll, you'll, what that will, in effect, do is anyone that needs an organ transplant, they're screwed. So even if it doesn't affect you, you, you will have some degree of mandate on some people um, through their uh, approval of it. But even if there is no mandate, is it okay to just allow poison to allow poison to go through uh, our, our our babies? Okay, again, like let's say they said they're going to set up Planned Parenthood throughout all the red states, the feds, free, free. We're not going to force it, but it's free. Do you think the governors would allow that to happen and indulge it and help distribute their uh, products? Right? 
This is very important. We cannot allow this to go on. What am I referring to? Robert Malone put out an email based on this study titled Immune Imprinting Breath of Variant Recognition and Germinal Center Response in Human SARS-CoV-2 Infection and Vaccination. It was published in Cell, C-E-L-L magazine publication. It's done by Stanford researchers and a bunch of others. Stanford ones are the lead authors, I believe, on the study. They're bragging about how the shot creates such amazing IgG antibody responses, and they, they're like, it's, it's greater than natural infection, which, as you know from listening to several experts on the show, that's actually a bad thing. Right? Never mind the fact that it doesn't produce IgA in your mucosa. Never mind the fact that it shuts off your T-cells, both those that are needed to combat viruses and cancers. But the, the, the plethora of uncontrolled antibody IgG response is actually a bad thing. So they brag about that. But Robert Malone caught a very important point they made in there. Vaccine spike antigen and mRNA persist for weeks in lymph node germinal centers. The hidden highlight buried in this peer-reviewed paper, this is Malone speaking, is that protein production of spike in people vaccinated with Moderna or Pfizer vaccine is higher than those of severely ill COVID-19 patients. They have found and they bre- they think that's a good thing. So the spike is absolutely, I mean, we knew this already, but I'm just saying, This is from a Stanford paper. It's there for up to 60 days, and not that it goes away after 60, but just that's when they studied it after 60 days. A number of people, there are hyper levels of spike and antibody responses to it in the lymph node germinal centers. Okay? You know, I know of people that have gotten massive lumps on their breasts for months the swollen nymph, lymph nodes afterwards, that's that's what's go, clearly going on there. Um, and, and he goes into his hypothesis of, of you know, why that's true and what, what's creating that. But the point is that the protein expression is not being turned off because the immune response against the mRNA pseudouridine complex is either not happening or is ineffective. It may also be that the mRNA pseudouridine complex has longer half-life than normal mRNA. In either case, this is a regulatory nightmare. I do not know how to write this more strongly. This technology is immature. The WHO has approved six more traditional vaccines, all of which the U.S. government could license. These genetic vaccines are not the only option. Now, I don't know. I mean, he's trying to play that against others. I don't know how safe those other ones are. You know, people talk about Novavax. Um, I want. I would stay away from all that. Again, at this point, it's irrelevant. All of these shots are created for a strain of the virus that don't exist. So none of this makes any sense. But the point is that your body is just producing endless spikes for an unknown period in an unknown lo- number of locations to an unknown quantity. But what we do already know and see in numerous studies Right, we had Bruce Patterson and you know Ram Yogendra on the show. They're coming out with their preprints. I mean, they showed months later mutated S1 and S2 in your monocytes. But this is a huge, huge deal. Immunohistochemical staining for spike antigen in mRNA vaccinated patient LNs varied between individuals, but showed abundant spike protein in. Uh, germinal, uh, the GCs, 16 days post-second dose with spike antigen still present as late as 60 days post-second dose. Spike antigen localized in a reticular pattern around the the GC cells similar to staining for follicle um, whatever. I mean, that's that's irrelevant. But here's the key here. Immunohistochemical staining for N antigen in peribronchial LN secondary and primary follicles was positive in five of the seven patients with a mean percentage of nucleocapsid positive follicles of more than 25%. We find that the the BNT, whatever Pfizer vaccination produces, IgG responses to spike in RBD at concentrations as high as those of severely 
ill COVID patients and follows a similar time course. Unlike infection, which stimulates robust but short-lived IgM and IgA responses, vaccination shows a pronounced bias for IgG production even at early time period. So that also, by the way, shows you that it the IgA it ha- the the increased Ig in other words, not only does it have a bias for antibodies over T cells and shuts off the T cells, but it's a bias for IgG antibodies over IgA. Right, IgA are the antibodies that go in your mucosal. So that's what's going to help sterilize the virus and make sure you don't transmit it. Okay, that this is exactly how you make a leaky vaccine. This is being foisted upon our children. Which state is going to be the first to stand up and say no? Until Pfizer answers the following questions and gives supplementary information, we will not approve of this. Now, folks, part of why we can't get red states off the ground to be red again is because we don't have enough organized opposition in these states. Patriot Academy is a great way to start off with this. If you go to patriotacademy.com, my buddy Rick Green produces these um, Constitution Coach programs. These are online courses that you could you have videos, you can get together with a bunch of people in your neighborhood, and they'll they'll help organize that for you. They have um, almost 100,000 people this year alone signed up. Free training. They have lectures from from Rick, from historian David Barton, about the Constitution, every provision of it, how to understand it, and how to apply it to the time we live in. Again, let's go to patriotacademy.com. Sign up today to help restore our constitutional republic. So, folks, one of the things that needs to happen in every state is I am all for deregulation. I don't like, you know, stifling cures. I don't like stifling drugs that are needed. But you need a two-track system. I am fine for even less regulation on drugs. But here's the deal. We need a rule adopted in every state now that the federal government is completely compromised and violating the Nuremberg Code, any drug that is not just merely approved by the FDA, but countenanced in any way, partnered, funded, endorsed, marketed, where the government takes a stand and affirmatively endorses, distributes it, that's a different ballgame, absolves them of liability. Then it's not enough, oh, well, in this state, we're not going to mandate it. And by the way, it still is mandated for a lot of people, even in all the red states. There's not a single free state in this country. Not a single state where they're not being denied transplants, where the National Guardsmen are not being forced to get it, where healthcare workers are not being forced to get it. But what I wanted to say is that even putting that aside, that is not pro-life to allow something this dangerous this is not 12 months ago it was enough to say look you know we're not we're just not going to mandate it. Okay? We're just not going to mandate it. But now are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's not enough. So states must put a parallel approval process that if the federal government is in on this, very simply speaking, there's a conflict of interest. They are no longer the regulator. They are the partner. So we have to step in, and our State Department of Health needs to have a separate approval process in order for that therapeutic, that vaccine, to be distributed within the state. That is where we need to head. This is it. Remember, they have 20 more shots. 2023, they're promising a triple combo mRNA, coronavirus, flu, and RSV vaccine. Okay. Even if the state doesn't mandate it, every pediatrician is going to do it. Every Everyone, every hospital, they're going to deny care if you don't get it. And you don't need to reinvent the wheel. That's what a tactical retreat is. They go one level beyond what they could sustain long term, so they back off that one level. But if you don't pursue them and crush them, they'll now... Next time, and there will, will there there will be a next time very quickly. They won't have to start from the foot of the mountain. They'll be one level below where they got, and they'll get it quicker than they ever did. Right, so that's why it's needed. If if nothing else, we know there's 20 more vaccines coming down the pipeline that likely have similar problems. This is the new paradigm. It's a sure thing that the federal government will endorse it, fund it, market it, and absolve a liability. So there's no free market. See, if you have liability, 
the government's not tipping the scales and it's kind of put out to the public. So look, you know, the public is pretty good at determining what's safe and effective. If something's crappy, people don't want to use it. And I'm all for that. I'm all for deregulation. But if they're going to absolve of liability, absolve, you know, block any surveillance and then, you know, get everyone to endorse it and the government markets it. Again, to this day, despite $54 billion in profit for uh, Pfizer and then all the secondary windfalls from the from the pharma the the pharmacies that are getting money for administering and distributing it, all that stuff. It's still not enough. The government is still spending hundreds of millions of dollars marketing it for them. And they're going to continue doing that for babies. That is a you need a bill in every state. And again, we need a constitutional amendment permanently blocking any vaccine and mask mandates. Don't just walk away from it. Use the fact that the public is now on our side to pass this. But it's like they have no interest in a bunch of these states. Oh, it's too late, Daniel. Well, you idiot. I was calling for, for months. Why don't you introduce it right away? And also, what does it mean it's too late? You have some stupid Senate, House rule. So change it. Right? If you have the votes to pass constitutional amendment in these supermajority states, you have the vote to change the rules. It's too late to propose it. Oh, well, I guess we'll just deal with tyranny for another year until we can get back into session. Really? Come on. Come on. I'm sick of that. What am I talking about? This is an article from February 1st in the Post and Courier, South Carolina. So this is not two years ago. This is right now, even after Democrats are politically having a reawakening on COVID fascism, the state of South Carolina, nearly two dozen patients will likely be removed from the organ transplant waiting list at the Medical University of South Carolina this week for failing to get a COVID-19 vaccine, a spokeswoman for the hospital confirmed on February 1st. Okay? This is happening right now. Again, a shot that is expired, it doesn't work, and it never stimulated immunity for people that were immunocompromised, and it could only cause harm to them, only damage their kidneys. But this is what they're doing right here, right now. Okay? Right here, right now, in South Carolina. Now, there is a bill to deal with this, but the point I'm telling you is you can't count on this going away on its own. Okay? There is no evidence that any of this is going to go away on its own. Oh, who cares about those people? They're just transplant people. They're just in the National Guard. Doesn't affect me. One of the things I've learned from the past... uh, you know, two years is empathy to worry about other people. You know, I was never at risk in my family for, for COVID. You know, my wife and I are in our thirties. We're not overweight. We have no conditions. We're healthy. Thank God. God has blessed us with, with good health. But you know what? A lot of people do have health problems, certainly older, but even a lot of younger people, you know, the more I live life and I come across people, even my age have, have issues. What are they going to do? They need help. They need treatment. And that's why we worked on on getting treatment for people. We'll have coming up soon Tim from Seven Cells to talk about some of what, what he has available to help people that can't get medicines. It's a similar thing here. Well, oh, phew, my kids don't have to wear a mask. I could go to stores. We could go to enjoy ourselves, go on a winter vacation. You know, we're going on a short vacation next week. Um, but what about what about people that need an organ transplant? What, they should die unless they get a clot shot? Really? So there is a bill for those of you in South Carolina. Please, please, please call all of your representatives there. It's House Bill 4909. Um, It is introduced by Representative Trantham. Um, It has more than a dozen co-sponsors. So this this bill would, would prevent that from happening. Very, very important piece of legislation. But what I'm telling you is even in red states, if you look carefully... They're not free. They're not free. 
Just just yesterday, the Oklahoma Attorney General finally said you could prescribe ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And I don't even know if that's going to be enough to stop the war, the pharmacies, and the medical boards. So what do we have so far? By my count, unless I'm missing something, it's Nebraska, Louisiana, and Oklahoma Attorneys Generals. I have three. There might be one or two more I missed, but there's an awful lot more Republican AGs that have not weighed in on that yet. You know how many people have lost their lives because of that? And they still. Every state has a problem. And I understand it's not very popular, the the shot on babies and toddlers, and especially with them ending it. Most people aren't going to get it, but there will be a number who will. That's not informed consent. That's not pro-life. I know some of you will be like, screw those people. If after all this, you're going to put it on your kid, you deserve it. Well, let me ask you this. For 50 years, the conservative movement has been about nothing but abortion. Well, it's not my people getting abortions. They're the ones aborting themselves. So, you know, I mean, we could say the same thing. But, you know, I think the argument always was that the, the, the baby doesn't deserve that. So it's the same thing here. You know, you need to stand up for them. This is not okay. The CMS mandate, the National Guard mandate is still there. The broader military mandate. Now, the governors can't fight that, but the Republican senators who have enough votes to block cloture on a budget bill. By the way, last night, even in the minority, even with fascism, even with a terrible bill that funds all the mandates, still 51 Republicans, House Republicans, voted for it, by the way. 51. Okay, a quarter of them. So that tells four four members in Texas, by the way. So that tells you that certainly when they're in the majority, when when they know they're being counted upon to pass a budget bill, you can imagine a heck of a lot more of them will never be willing to hold up a budget bill over anything. So nothing's going to change next year. I just want you to know that. And then the Senate is much more liberal. Senate Republicans are much more liberal than House Republicans. They're not going to do it. So the fight is not over. It's not just the future vaccines, the future things, the you know the other stuff. And then also, I wanted to get to one other point, and we, we started to talk about this yesterday. It's not just COVID fascism. It's not just even biomedical fascism. It's this complete uninhibition that if they have a policy, if they want to push something, the end justifies the means, and you have no constitutional rights, no due process, no governing constitutional republic governing norms, right? They could just do, they could violate anything. So, for example... COVID fascism wasn't the only cathartic moment we had. January 6th was another one. So just like COVID fascism set in motion a premise that you do, no, you do not have bodily integrity rights, we could criminalize your breath. We could say you're a danger to the public so you can't breathe. You have to get a shot. We could also say your free speech, your political views about a number of things are a public safety threat. And therefore, we're going to criminalize your free speech. It's not even a jump from COVID fascism. If anything, COVID fascism is worse. To forcibly inject something, cover your mouth. Sierra's just saying you're not allowed to talk. It was the funniest thing. The State Department, along with like 30 Western nations, including Australia, Austria, Canada, that are literally repressing their people worse than China now, they sent a letter out, the undersigned members of the Media Freedom Coalition expressed their deep concern at the Hong Kong and mainland Chinese authorities' attacks on freedom of the press and their suppression of independent local media in Hong Kong. Gee, they say that on the same week that the White House literally called on Spotify to get rid of Joe Rogan. Irony is dead. Australia signed on to it. Austria signed on to this letter, by the way. Many of you know by now DHS posted its latest National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin and they announced that the number one terrorism threat, because it's not just like the online censorship, but literally terrorism. That means that your views are being regarded as terrorism. They could come after you criminally just like China does. The key factors contributing to the current heightened threat environment for terrorism is the proliferation of false misleading narratives And they mentioned widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud and COVID-19. Grievances associated with these themes inspired violent extremist attacks during 2021. 
I mean, I guess with the election, they're referring to January 6th at the Capitol. With COVID, I'd love for them to show an example of that. The violence has been the other way of people beating on other people for not wearing a mask. Um, the violence is taking place in the hospitals. This is obviously in conjunction with the story that Capitol Police spied and took pictures of legislation from Representative Troy Niels in Texas. Now, uh, Louis Gohmert from Texas is accusing the Justice Department of opening his mail because he found some of his constituent mail opened and stamped with a marker that says DOJ mailroom and labeled X-rayed. We have um, Politico's reporting that they have a document from the House of Representatives Inspector General calling on the Sergeant of Arms Office to engage in behave- internal behavioral monitoring um, to uh, – they basically want to monitor internal tr- threats within the chamber. And that means basically members and staffers that the majority party disagrees with. This is literally China, folks. So my point is, part of our state sovereignty agenda, our constitutional sanctuary movement, that needs to be harnessed. And the reason we need to harness this lightning in the bottle for COVID fascism to go and fight this stuff is not even just for COVID or even healthcare and medical choice and biomedical fascism and deal with medical care in the hospitals and all this, but it's every other issue. It's the Garland memo saying they're going to criminalize people for protesting, um, you know, school boards. And obviously, any political view. Now it's the election fraud and COVID fascism. Tomorrow it will be anything else. If you oppose, let's say, global warming, you're a terrorist. The FBI, I mean, there's already stories of this happening. It's not a slippery slope. We're at the bottom of that hill. We're there. You can't walk away from this. The states have an obligation to pass legislation, barring any state and local law enforcement from ever cooperating with any program or uh, investigation against an individual in a resident of their state, that what the feds are alleging they did is nothing more than free speech and holding political views when there was no act, no law that was broken. They need to make it clear they will not cooperate, and I would say to promise to arrest any federal officials that violate human rights. My point is, it's not just about COVID and even biomedical fascism and Pfizer mixing with the state. That's a a big problem, the most evident one. It's everything. Once you suspend democracy and human rights and separation of powers and constitutional norms and the legislative process for one major, major issue, you're not going to put that genie back in the bottle. It's the new thing. You are a threat to other people. Think about it. They said you're a threat to other people, therefore your two-year-old, if he's a criminal, if he breathes, cover his nose and mouth, inject the needle in him, shut down his business, destroy all small businesses. You cannot even think of something worse than that. And people widely accepted that. It took two years to finally fight back. They widely accepted that. That you're a threat to another person, even though you yourself are taking those so-called protective measures, so what do you care? So there's nothing to stop them from saying that if you don't do what we want on global warming, on education, on racism, your bank account is a threat to us. Any, I mean, seizing bank account, there's no limit to what they can do, and it won't even be a stretch. Again, there's nothing more heavy-handed than criminalizing your body unless you take an act against your body. And 90% of Republicans bought that hook, line, and sinker right away. So we need that constitutional sanctuary movement. We need a sovereignty movement, a nullification interposition movement, and yes, a medical freedom movement. But rather than saying we won and calling it a day when we didn't win, there's so much devastation in its wake. There's so many unanswered questions, so many policies still in place. And again the momentum behind it for which they'll use to easily implement the next tranche of this. And let me tell you, there will be another tranche of this. Remember, even for COVID, we had this last year at this time. When the January wave was over, you know, that's when we had it was almost done. But then there was another wave and it started again. At a minimum, you're going to have this every winter. At a minimum. 
you know, it won't be hard to wait for the next flu season. And they'll say, this is the yucca yucca. I mean, even before getting into the fact that, you know, we're going to have a special show with a whistleblower who worked at EcoHealth tomorrow. Very, very special show. He actually worked as a VP at, at EcoHealth with Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick. He was involved in all this. And he's coming forward. He's going to give me an exclusive interview tomorrow. But they have, I mean, they have so much more gain-of-function irons in the fire. So they're going to unleash a bunch of other things. But even if they didn't, I mean, just the natural diseases that we already have, it's very easy for them to just manipulate that and scare people. You, know, you, you take something like the, what is it, the 2018, January 2018 pandemic flu we had that most people don't remember. And you have that, you know, like every 10 years or so, a pandemic flu. I mean, there's no question they're going to implement all this stuff for that alone. Don't allow Republicans to walk away from this. That's what Democrats want to happen, and Republicans are more than happy to allow that. We need to catch the lightning in the bottle. So I have a lot more that I'm leaving on the table today. I don't really have time to get to. We'll have to save for tomorrow because I want to um, have time for a special guest. Um, there's a lot more information on death. You know, Steve Kirsch has a report out on half the deaths seen by a funeral director were likely caused by COVID. The these embalmers and funeral directors are seeing blood clot, blood clotting stuff. This is really, really bad. Um, this cannot be allowed to continue. Um, so many just terrible, terrible stories. We have Pfizer starting to admit that there's problems. So. You know, we're going to get to that again in the coming days, but we're going to start to rope in other issues as well, like we're doing with, um, you know, the free speech issues, the school boards. It all is one theme. All the things that these guys dreamt about every night that they wish they could have done, but, you know, you just couldn't violate human rights, the Constitution, at least not blatantly. The conservative movement in the Republican Party gave it to them on a silver platter for free. In March 2020, and reiterated that with January 6, 2021. That uninhibition is still there. Right? Remember, Republicans could win back everything. You know, I mean, we don't have a parliamentary system, but let's say we did, and you were able to get rid of Joe Biden in addition to the Democrat Congress and get the trifecta, federal, state, everything next year. Oh, well, they're in control, right? Well, the left is going to unleash some other crisis on us, and Republicans will totally buy into it. Because that's what happened in March 2020. Okay, they didn't have the House, but they had a number of states, and all those governors bought into it, and they had the presidency and the Senate. So this is not over, not over by a long shot. Now, folks, we don't have much time left, but I did want to get to our special guest, uh, Tim Chung from Seven Cells Pharmacy. Uh, this is the pharmacy that has really been getting uh, ivermectin and other drugs now into the homes of so many people through having a prescriber model. They have doctors connected because right now we have a two-pronged problem. Doctors won't prescribe, won't treat, doc uh, pharmacists won't fill. They try to do that for you. We've, we've been pretty successful at that, and there's some exciting new products to talk about, new um, packages I wanted to share with you, and it's not so much for just a commercial sale, uh, just getting kind of an advertiser or something like that. This is what we've been talking about all day. This is one of the many long-term effects that will reverberate and is still a problem, even if Democrats completely retreat from the broader elements of COVID fascism. This is something that is still a problem, that at the end of the day, the virus is still circulating, which is pretty ironic if you guys think about it. We're more concerned about COVID than the left is, because they, they never were. They were concerned about controlling people now okay they, they don't think it's going to work politically they're done but the truth is it's still circulating we don't know what else 
what other gain of function virus is out there, what other strain is out there. We don't know even naturally when you unnaturally uh, mass vaccinate constantly with a leaky narrow spectrum vaccine. You know, what other mutations is it going to spawn? We don't we don't know completely that it's over with. That is not a fact. Um, So certainly just for this virus, but also for the future, we need more innovative, innovative business models willing to look at the science, look at medicine um, and try to help people uh, rather than relying on the cartel. And that's why I'm bringing on Tim today to discuss some of these new ideas. They have new new products they're offering uh, so you could go better protect your family uh, preemptively and have this stuff on the shelf. Tim, thanks so much for coming back to Blaze Media. Thank you so much, Daniel. And uh, welcome to the viewers. Thank you for uh, having me on in October. And since then, you know, we've developed a whole lot of things. We've been able to accommodate a whole lot of people. And we rapidly grew to be one of the few sources that's able to provide a U.S.-made product with the FDA-approved human-grade products into your door with prescribers with the ease of a very discreet packaging. Um, and so uh, the first thing I would say is, you know, welcome back to uh, Maryland and welcome back to Virginia. Welcome back, Louisiana and Mississippi. Uh, we had to go through some regulatory things and it's been a nightmare, but they're back and we're probably going to get Michigan pretty soon here. So welcome back to everyone there. And uh, the regulatory process is uh, very, very, very against us, and, and especially with big tech and even uh, people that take credit cards. Uh, they're just super against anything that's uh, effective other than what uh, the federal government pushes as vaccines or uh, some things on, like Montpelier that would just basically edit your DNA. And why do we even want to do that is strange to me, because usually there's a process. It's five, 10 years of testing uh, before it reaches the market. Uh, and we're just rushing this stuff out to people. And I'm sure you've heard Daniel talk about this all day long, about how uh, that could have severe consequences in the near future uh, when you edit DNA, especially in children. Um, so we have products of ivermectin. We have uh, nitazoxanide, which uh, is a very rare uh, product to find in the United States. And I think that's the next step because nitazoxanide is as good, if not better, than ivermectin in not only the par- antiparasitic realm, but the antiviral. It's actually on label for uh, broad spectrum antiviral. And if you look at the research from before COVID, it actually has effectiveness against antibiotic resistant bacteria which is a very, very exciting thing for me because everyone's been talking about these super bugs before COVID came. So uh, we offer that on this side as well. It's 485 milligrams of compound azoxanide in quantities that uh, you choose. And then uh, you fill out a questionnaire and our doctors then uh, either approve or not approve based on your health conditions. And they have independent authority to do that. So you, you, you've been offering ivermectin and azoxanide. And more recently, I wanted you to discuss several treatment packets you have where you've packaged for kind of a better price for each one. Um, ivermectin, nitazoxanide, and some other drugs. Could you describe just the, the deal, the pricing, and what why you believe they're important, what they're for? Absolutely. And the reason is because that even as cheap as we can get these products to you, uh, the, the problem is that the, the average person can't afford the price of the product. So what we've done is we've looked at the FLCCC, and we've been in correspondence with a lot of the senior people there, and I love Dr. Corey and all those folks, and he seems to think that the current uh, Omicron variant is very susceptible to HCQ, though, the hydroxychloroquine. So we put together a low-cost pack that not only has a hydroxychloroquine, but also vitamin D, which you know, news just came out last week. Hey, if you have low vitamin D levels, this may be contributing to your low immunity because your immune system is shot. So we're boosting your, your vitamin D levels with a plant-based uh, vitamin D so that those who are vegan can take this and not worry. And it has to last a little bit longer in the body. Um, and that helps boost the HCQ effectiveness. It's only $50, but doesn't include the price of the uh, shipping. We do uh, uh, cover the price of the prescriber consult in the low-cost treatment pack. Um, so uh, watch out for that. We did cover that also on the other low-cost treatment pack that's been touted by the academics and government specialists throughout the world. Um, especially the United States, it has fluvoxamine uh, as well and vitamin D. Now, the difference here is that the vitamin D with the fluvoxamine, we've got day one, day seven, and day 14 versus the other treatment pack, which is only day one and day seven, because 
the effectiveness of the fluvoxamine is still under question compared to HCQ, so we want to boost your immune system for a little bit longer. And that's also a $50 price point, um, and it, we do cover the prescriber consult, uh, but you do have to pick your own shipping. Now, if you do need any of these packs immediately, I do suggest that you choose UPS or FedEx because we prioritize those because those are faster to get to you, and we just want to make sure the people who need it get it fast. Now, something that's been in the news that I'm really, really concerned about is that people think that coronavirus has all of a sudden just disappeared. Well, maybe this wave, but no one, like Daniel just said, no one is sure what's coming next. And there are variants out there that could be stronger, could be weaker. But the idea is to get these packs out to your home, into your emergency kit, or into your cupboard now, so that when you get symptoms, you don't have to experience you know, the weeks off from work or you end up in the hospital, end up on a ventilator, these things can actually save your life. And if you look at uh, all the testimonials that we have, I mean, there's people that have literally said that it's saved their lives, saved their family members' lives, their friends' lives. Uh, so I've never, I've been in this industry since 2005. I've never seen such a great response to a drug. Usually 95% of drugs is maintenance of a condition. I've never seen, oh my gosh, people are getting better all the time day in, day out. This is amazing got, stuff. Got it. So these are the the cost-effective early treatment packs um, where you tether a couple things together, uh, you waive the $30 prescriber fee, which you normally would charge for the prescribing end for if you just get ivermectin and oxide alone, um, and then the vitamin D, it's it's just so people know it's 50,000 IUs because those you do need a prescription for. Um, you know, otherwise you might be wondering, you can get it over the counter, but that's the thing. You do need a prescription for that. And often the doctors don't want to prescribe that either. What other, so you have a couple other, um, packets. Do you, so you have the more expensive one, uh, where you have ivermectin, nidazoxanide, methylprednisolone, the steroid, which again, you always have to follow the instructions of the prescriber. And you have um, to take it all together on that. That's the thing. Most, know, a lot of people are splitting it apart. That doesn't work. Yeah, you got to yeah, and you got to you know take it at the right time, the right dose, and the right tapering when you deal with the steroid. You have azithromycin in that pack as well. Didn't do you have something for long COVID? Did I see that yeah. there? There's two more products from Seven Cells, um, and you can find it if you scroll down the page. Uh, the the most important one that you're talking about here is for the people that have long haul uh, COVID viral illnesses. Um, and what it is, is our best price package. And we really want to help those that have been out, they feel sick, they've never gotten back to 100% or they're maybe at 50% and they've been having COVID symptoms or associated symptoms uh, three weeks or more. And what it has is it has is, is very, very strong, aggressive type therapy with uh, 28 day uh, uh, pills of ivermectin and nitazoxanide taken twice a day for 14 days. And that should help your body clear out the viral load inside your body. Well, we have the vitamin D to boost your immune system back and the methylprednisolone dose pack to decrease any inflammation that is already residing there because you have long haul COVID. And then we also have the fluvoxamine uh, half tablet every night uh, at bedtime to help reset your nerve receptors. And uh, we see a lot of people that, uh, you know, they, they're just, their nerves are just so wound up that they, it just needs something to get back to normal. And that's what this entire pack is about. And if you think about the pack and how much it costs, it would cost well over $900 if you priced it out yourself. But we're offering this with $450 plus Daniel's discount uh, because we just want to help everyone get back into the workforce. And the 30% of the American workforce call that with long haul COVID. That's not good. I mean, that's costing us in meat prices and in paper prices and everything else. So we're just trying to do everyone a favor there. And the last thing is we've heard a lot about fluorona. It's not really fluorona. The flu is coming back because people aren't getting paid to classify flu as COVID anymore. So we're trying to get on top of that. It's a $25 starting point, price point. This one does not include the prescriber fee or the shipping fee, but it is twenty-five only $25. And if you include your doctor's office visit and everything else, we believe it's the cheapest pack out there. And you begin that packet for the flu whenever you feel the symptoms of the flu okay so that has tamiflu in it um yes. and, and to be clear all these things are prescriptions it's not like you scroll online you 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 know you get it automatically you order it but then you fill out a form so a doctor sees it um yes. you answer some questions unless there's a red flag based on contraindications and um your your health status you'll be approved and then, um, you know, if, if you're still in one of those states where, where you could ship in, which is now most of them, 
Um, and hopefully, eventually, we'll get as close to 50 states as we can. Uh, you know, it's there. Promo code Daniel is still active um, for these uh, treatment packs. Now, to be clear, could they? Is the promo code good for just one product, two products? What's it up for? It's good for every product. And in fact, uh, you know, because uh, we started with you, we have a special affinity to uh, the viewers of your uh, podcast, and we apply it. We've never taken it off. We, we just keep adding uh, a variety of what uh, your crowd can uh, buy. Now, we are running a Valentine's packet uh, for all the Republicans, and you guys can guess where which section that's under. And it is 20% off, but only applicable towards the Valentine's-type products. All right. So that that is good to hear. And I just want to kind of zoom out more broadly before we uh, sew this up. Do you see taking this as a as a model in the future? Um, I think we all suspect that what we saw with COVID, while it was unprecedented, it likely will grow legs. There's going to be reluctance of doctors to treat other things, to prescribe or follow, you know, just um, it, it, protocols that have nothing to do with science and medicine and everything to do with power, greed, control, or just, just bureaucratic nonsense. Do you have other bigger plans in the future, um, you know, to grow this model of a synergistic prescribing pharmacy outlet? Absolutely. And what we're seeing, uh, we're going to be targeting the uh, crowd that's going to go out there. So we're going to have a section called glow under skin and, and then we're going to have acne. We're going to have things for uh, valcyclovir and, and, and things for uh, like diflucan, things for girls that have issues. Uh, and we're going to continue to push this model where really the health is in your hands. And that's coming very, very soon. Um, so, you know, regardless of whether or not uh, COVID's over, this model is going to keep on going. And if you guys have suggestions, please drop us an email at care at seven cells.com. But get these packs into your hands because I guarantee you there's another wave coming for uh, uh, not Corona, but uh, coronavirus itself. Coronavirus or something similar. Um, last thing. So, look, I, I have no doubt that when you're dealing with cash-based, uh, compounded stuff, you're going as low as you can. But obviously, you know, people are used to Medicare, Medicaid, and insurance they get from their employer. And, you know, we could get into that whole discussion that none of that's free and it com- comes out in many, many other ways. And oh certainly gosh, with the yes. censorship is one of them. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're used to, you know, they go to the doctor, get five prescriptions for an ailment. They come out there and they come out of the pharmacy with, you know, paying 10 bucks, 20 bucks, uh, sometimes nothing or whatever, 50 bucks at most. Um, why does some of this cost so much? Like, let's talk about nitazoxanide. Very, very expensive, but it's off patent. And you go to Brazil, and it's it's pennies on the dollar. Wow, that, that's a very good front-loaded question. Now, here is the answer. The answer is that when you're in Brazil, it has a different government that tests it. And uh, the closest government that tests products to our high standard, which is the FDA standard, USP standard, is the European Union, or BP, as, as we call it, it's the BP standard. Um, but uh, that makes sure that you don't have any of the uh, my, microfungal infections or, or, or toxins or bacteria or, or molds, uh, dirt even, that are there. Now, if you get the raw product uh, straight out of the factory that's unfiltered, sure, it's pennies on a dollar. In fact – the nitazoxanide is pennies on a doctor dollar compared to ivermectin. It's actually 10 times cheaper, but the amount that we have to put in there is a lot more, uh, milligram to milligram. Uh, and so you, with the FDA approval process and FDA-certified uh, human-use plant, it can drive the prices up by 25 uh, times. Got it. So while, while there are options out there for people to get – you know, stuff overseas, I mean, until and unless the federal government has issues with it um, and shuts it down, um, it does take a long time. Uh, that's one and thing. Think- but you're saying y- – y- what, what you're saying is that you could stand behind the purity and safety of this. And I think uh, Flavia would also agree with us that, you know, if you're having no result from ivermectin, it's probably because the ivermectin is either not ivermectin or it's uh, not good enough. Um, because our results are very, very heavy-handed uh, on the – we have results of people getting better. Uh, even with Omicron, it may take a little longer, which is ivermectin alone, but it does work. And that's why, why we also say supercharge it with a nitazoxanide because that thing is amazing. 
Wow. Okay. I mean, you're you're really looking every day to to see what's out there, get ahead of it. We really appreciate it. you go to sevensales.com and it's spelled uh spelled out, not with the number, S-E-V-E-N C E L L S dot com. Promo code Daniel. Take a look at some of the you know products, what you feel works for you, but it is universal to most people because this is uh, a pandemic that's affecting everyone and uh, most people are eligible obviously there are some contraindications so keep that in mind as you fill out the form uh tim thanks so much for joining us and keep us updated on any new products all right thank you very much all right folks well we are out of time till tomorrow god bless y'all and thank you for listening